My fits are wild, Ashi. Can I show you guys? Go no, no, it, thank bro. you. Okay. All right. Wait, hold on. Are, are you showing us? Show us the Ashi. Oh, okay, I'll show you. Ah, fuck! God, God, put this on. On the internet. Yeah. Wait, let me see the toes here. He... Nice. <laughs> don't talk don't don't talk like that while you're looking at my face. Okay, let's let's talk about he he in racial chat showing feet. <laughs> he in racial chat show feet, man. Hello, chefs, and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing my top 10 shows of 2022. But before all of that, we're going to be discussing... Actually, we're just going to be gushing about one of the year's best shows, FX is the Bear. And joining me in the kitchen, asking me to try their donuts at the worst possible time, it's AO and TMT. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Corner. Very good, chef. Thank you, chef. TNT, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm, I feel really up to this, and um, I'm just happy <laughs> to be here in general. I'm pepped up. I'm good to go, and I'm excited. I think that's the one thing I really feel right now, excitement, and that's my takeaway from, from this year in TV and life in general. Okay, that was a lot. That was, was too much. Yeah, that was that was quite. That was a journey. That was quite emotional. Um, that okay. was emotional. Yeah, I I bet I bet it all. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, thank no, you. No, we can't. Yeah, we can't. I like of that we one. Can. Uh, of course we can. Of course we can. Uh, okay. Um. Okay. So it's gonna be for anyone who hasn't watched the bear. It's gonna be a largely spoiler-free discussion. Let me just tell you why we love it and why you should go watch it. But I'll give a spoiler warning both during the recording and. In the description, when we go into a little bit of spoilers, but it's not really a spoilery show, so all that should be fine. We have a lot to talk about, so I'm not going to do much admin. But we've been co- we've covered season two of White Lotus, so if you watched that and enjoyed that, please go check that out. And yeah, I think we have one more episode coming up to, towards the end of the year where we will talk about um, Glass Onion, Knives Out too. So yeah, ahead of its release on Netflix. Okay, let's just go straight in. Let's talk about the bear. So this is an FX show that you can currently find on Hulu or Disney Plus internationally. Um, it's created by Christopher Storer, who has written, actually not written, this was the first thing he wrote. And that was actually so wild to me. Yeah. But he's directed and produced some of my favorite things, some of our favorite things. Rami Dickinson, um, Hassan Minaj, Bo Bonham. So yeah, he's like someone I, I really, really like. Um, it stars Jeremy Allen White, Ebon Moss Bakrak, and Ayo Debiri, who people might know from being the replacement voice on Big Mouth. Um, I think she was a writer on Dickinson. Yes. I think. Was she? She's also an actress in Dickinson, isn't she? Was she? I feel like she is. Hmm. We can double check. Is Zewe, Zewe is an actress on Dickinson. Really? What? <laughs> Zewe? Yes, in the third season. I'm going to, I'm going to have missed something, which is a bit shameful. I say Dickinson. I haven't finished. You haven't finished the third season? No. Oh, wow. You guys should Google black, black people in Dickinson. And figures out. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. So not to be racist, I don't know if it's Zue or I. <laughs> this is problematic to say the well, least. Yeah, that's so problematic, Bankole. I can't believe it. I mean, you thought okay. Hey, 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 hey. So is she in Dickens? Hey, shut up, <laughs> bitch. I feel like Zue would love to. She would love something like this in one of her interviews. <laughs> oh, you think all black women are all, all Nigerian black women are the same? 
Yeah. Is there Nigerian American black women in Hollywood? Yeah, it is Igbo. My parents are Igbo. Really? Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, like, the gamut or, I guess, the variety in Nigerian American women that we have on TV. Explain. Go ahead. It's crazy. It's like the full, sp- the full spectrum. <laughs> we actually have the full Let's spectrum. Let's pull on that. Yeah, because you can end up, you know, like a Ziwe or an Ayo Debris or, you know. A Deborah Ayo who is like, say, no, say who you want to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say, <laughs> but we all know who I'm thinking about. We all know who I'm thinking about. I, I think about you. It rhymes with Yvonne. Yo, Yvonne. <laughs> my, my guy. My guy. Yeah. Uh, the, the spiciness of Puff Puff? What, what, what are we? <laughs> bro, man. Bro. That's all. The so... heat of Ogbono. <laughs> it was so the vibration. Oh, vibranium. Sorry. Um, so yeah, have you have you checked? It? Was she on Dickinson? Hey, don't tell me what to do. I can't I'm believe I'm the Dickinson you've actually not finished. I've not finished. I'm so sorry. It's actually quite disappointing. I'm so Anyways, sorry. Uh, while Ayo checks that, TMT. So you were the first of, out of all of us to watch this show. Um, I think you watched what, the bear. Country. Yeah, the bear. Um, mm. So well, let's let's start with you. Did you know about it? Okay, so she was no, she wasn't. She was a writer. She was six episodes, bitch. Also a writer. Role. So who is Hattie? Someone on Dickinson. Well, check. Let's let's check Dickinson who it is. Anyway, TMT. Hi. Were you checking for this show? Did you did you know the show was coming I, out? And when you, when you watched it, what did you think? I mean, what I did was when Shameless ended. I didn't even watch the last two seasons of Shameless. When it ended, I constantly checked on all the actors I really liked on it to see what they were doing and if they were doing anything of worth. I guess with Jeremy. I didn't, it was like really up in the air with him. I didn't, I, I didn't think he was going to land on his feet because I mean, we've seen it lots of times where like young, talented people like him just get, end up becoming like CW, um, canon fodder, TV show stars and everything. <laughs> exactly. You know, next thing he's playing, um, a DC villain, like Captain Boomerang on the Flash or something, which, you know, I guess there's no small roles, only small actors, but still they're small actors. <laughs> um, and they're small roles. Small roles. And, um, yeah, um, you know, he's a small man, so it was really up in the air. I, I couldn't tell wh- where he'd land. And then I see the bear, and I'm like, huh, what's that? In fact, when I started watching it, there was no Wikipedia hyperlink to it. That's how earlier I started. There was just mm-hmm. the bear oh, in like okay. black trend center. Wow. Like, okay. Wow. Yeah. And I was just, I was just like, let's, let's see what this, let's see how this is heading. And I start watching it. I see, I mean, the first thing I notice is, um, the big black guy in this who's like making donuts and he's lying on. And if you, if you guys had any Odd Future days, you'd remember him as Elboy. And he's like one of the most chaotic members of Odd Future because he didn't rap anything. He was just there being loud and annoying. And on all the albums, it was the guy saying, Hey, yo, Tyler, tell these niggas how you doing, man. Oh, well, so I was have just a the hype, yeah, he was just like saying wild shit and he was just like, it didn't make any sense and he was just like part of them, but he wasn't making any music. So, mm-hmm. um, to see him transition into this, cause the thing is on the Odd Future show, Loiter Squad, he was like a massive part of all the sketches. So you could tell he had like, he had like a, he had a drama thing. He was an actor and he was really good. He was really like, he really like committed to the bits and everything. So to see him on this show many, many, Dec- well, not many decades, but many years later, a decade at least, um, mm-hmm. doing this and really giving it his all just as the, as the French say, magnifique. It was like chef's kiss on the chef's chef kiss. It was a chef's kiss. Well, if, it, okay, so <laughs> what, what were you, 
What were your thoughts on the show when you watched it? I'm assuming you binged everything like the first weekend. Um, this is the first week. The first day. Mm. That's right. The first day. Because, bro, this was hard to stop. It was hard to put down. Um, it just kept getting better and better in terms of performances and direction. And then one day I'm watching and I just see and I'm just like, okay, what is this show? What am I watching exactly? What is Should we put that in spoiler section? Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, hold off I mean, on it's not a spoiler. Like, we don't I'll, I'll, I'll bleep that, but let's, let's hold on. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I think by that point, I, do, I had already realized that this is the best TV show of the year. Um, so, so yeah, you know, now the next thing I see him doing late night TV shows because of like the reception of the show and everything. it was so well received. Yeah. And yeah. it was like universal acclaim and everything. So he's doing all, he's doing the late night circuit and everything. And, um, he's kind, it's kind of taking him to a new level. Mm-hmm. Um, so 100%, there's definitely small roles and there's big roles. And, um, <laughs> it just depends on the actor. Was that, was that entire essay the, just to, just, to, just to fight the fight that there's small roles? Yeah. No, I think this is definitely a show that like was, pushed by by critics and like yeah the show that became popular because because people didn't know about this show yeah like people were yeah. critics were talking about like people were like okay let's check this out um before, yeah, before i go to you i'm just quickly mention that yes io was in dickinson we've done our research and chosen to um six episodes in season two even though i can't remember what her character was hey what did you think about the bell why did you love the bell let me just put it like that don't ask me stupid questions like that it's a Jesus. great show so first of all i did I didn't watch it the way TNT watched it. I purposely savored every episode. I didn't binge it. Mm. I was deliberate. I was watching like maybe one a day. Jesus. Just, just so I could enjoy. How were you watching one a day of Bro, this show? Bro, because every episode was so delectable. I was like, oh, this is a delicious show. Mm-hmm. And also, I think the same thing. By the time, by the time a certain someone showed up, I had already decided in my head that this was the best show of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, without... without oh, you guys are both going to be very angry at my top 10 list. Without it getting to the end, I yeah. decided in my head that, yes, this was easily... Like, it wasn't even close anymore. Mm-hmm. But then it was close because, you know... Shout out shout out Andrew Garfield, man. Forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah... You're not going to like my top 10 list at all. <laughs> I already know. I already know. I've called you a bitch, like, three times already. So, like, no one's going to be surprised when I do it a fourth time. Oh, my God. Um... But yeah, I love the show because of a couple of things. First of all, it's it's kind of dark. It's a dark show. Mm-hmm. It's about heavy things happening to someone who has always had heavy things happen to them. Mm-hmm. But the show isn't dark itself. I don't know if that if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's not it's not like super serious okay about everything that's happening it's not like you know a deep dive into the mental health of this guy no it's about yeah. someone trying to save a restaurant do you think she's a dark comedy i think you can yeah no. i think you can definitely make that you don't that think it's too empty no why not um i mean what's a dark comedy i are thinking like um you know the menu Exactly. Well, like dark comedy. Well, I don't know. Is it different between a dark comedy and a black comedy? I think there's, there is. What I don't is know. I don't know if there is realistically, but in my head there is. What's the difference? I don't know. Like I, I feel like <laughs> so to me, a dark comedy Thank is going into critical race theory, man. What's the difference <laughs> between dark and black, Banky? Wow. Well, one, one are just straight, straight Africans, and the others are, have been. Anyways, no. Um, like in my head, when I say dark comedy, I'm thinking of a comedy that deals with heavy. <laughs> 
Timothy is making the most incredulous face right now. So am I, because I don't understand the last thing you just um, said. Um, no, look, guys, we're recording. This is the earliest I've ever recorded a podcast in my life. So I think my brain might still be booting up. Um, no, what I was say, no, in my head, and this is not, you're not going to find this anywhere on Google or Wikipedia or whatever. This is not real. But in my head, when I say dark comedy, I'm it's thinking of, you. it's real to me. That's, that's what's important, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, a dark comedy is a comedy, or like you said, a light show that deals with maybe heavy matter, heavy subject matter. So mm-hmm. like the bear, or in my head, Barry, and is funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually funny. It, like they are writing jokes in. But to me, a black comedy is, I don't know, like, more of a satire, which I'll, I'll put the menu in. Like, I don't think the menu is funny. Have you seen the menu? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's funny like the bear is funny or Barry. You guys don't watch Barry, but like, or Barry is funny. That's interesting. I don't know how, this is a, this is not, I will not put this to any real critic as a definition, but I think it's bullshit. I think they'll, sl- they'll shut it down. Mm. Or it's just the way it is in my head. I think it's like in my head. Okay. Like, I'm, I mean, I completely disagree. Obviously. Cause I think, I think the menu, they wrote jokes into that film and I think it was genuinely funny. Half the cinema was laughing half the time. Well, maybe it's because it's a movie. I don't know. Because the menu is written by genuinely funny people. Like, Will Ch- Tracy worked on, works on Succession. He's written mm-hmm. a few Succession episodes. The other writer, I can't remember his name, works on Seth Meyers and has written some of my favorite Seth Meyers sketches, like, mm-hmm. um, Oscar Bates, Boston Accent. Um, so I guess they are comedians. You know? I don't know. I don't know. But so you don't see it from between the menu and the bed. I do see the difference. What's the difference to you? I think the difference is... By the way, go watch the menu if you haven't seen the yeah, menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If yeah, that wasn't like, clear. We're not, trying, we're not going to make any spoilers, but go watch the menu if go you haven't the seen menu. the menu. <laughs> because just like the bear deals with a restaurant and is a dark stroke black comedy. Yeah. Let's just say it's an African-American comedy. <laughs> I mean, comedy. let's be honest. Let's call it Spade a Spade. Popcorn for dinner is really for Nigerians that live in Canada because you guys have six or seven months out of your year that are winter so this is what gets you through it and we're trying to help you get the best of the best so if you're not watching the menu right now or you're not watching the bear then what the fuck are you doing that's all i have to say my name is tmt and this is the truth (laughs) (laughs) that's well done thank you Uh, yeah um I'm sorry to all the listeners. I think all three of us are delirious right now. So this <laughs> that was TMT doing his best Joe Rogan. That was really good. I like that. Um, Do another one. No, but sorry. But, yeah, what are you saying about what's from your head between the menu and the bear? Yes. So I think the difference is that the menu wasn't... I don't know how to put this. And I think you're right. It's because it's a movie. Mm. It was focused on one thing the, the whole time. Yeah. Whereas the bear, we had different situations that they could wring the comedy out of. Yeah. However, in the menu, it was just this one thing. But they were still, they still 100% red jokes into that film. Yeah, no, I think... They're I, still, I, they were still like overt jokes. That was, I was thinking about, that was dumb white side, but no dubbing jokes. They are very good jokes in there. Okay. Um, I want you guys to like, just remember that. I said, at, I, I said I'm dumb. At at this minute, on this day, Banky said, this what is, I said was dumb. I, I don't think that was the first time I said it on this podcast. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. No, but like, for example, I, I don't know, maybe it's the satire part, because obviously the menu is trying to be satire, even though I think that's probably the weakest part of the film. Yeah. It's trying to be satire. Like, I wouldn't call... And this is stupid because <laughs> I'm sure if you Wikipedia, it's like, it's dark comedy or black comedy. There's no difference. I don't know what, what's going on in my head. But like, I'll have succession more on the menu side. Mm. than on the bear side. Okay, I see what you're saying. If if there's an element of satire, maybe that changes. Yeah, I think that might genre. be that might be what changes okay. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because yes, the bear doesn't have satire. I'll have Silicon Valley. 
and even Veep As. more on the menu yes. than on okay. the bed. Okay. okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so sorry. Or are we are we aligned? Yeah, so it's a, it's a show that deals with heavy topics, but in a light way. Yeah, in a light way. I'm with you. 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 Thank you. Thank you. And overall, I thought it was like very well directed. First of all, I think mm. that was the first thing that struck me about this show. That's when I sat up because usually I lie down to watch TV unless it's good, then I sit up. <laughs> So I are sat you, up. Are you literally that meme of the guy playing the, playing the controller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he sits up yeah. and he's losing. Yeah. When when the show is like, yo, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, watch me the when way you're meant like, to watch. When it's like, bitch, I'm doing some stuff right now. So I sit up. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I pulled the chair up and I sit up. So, yeah. um, I sat up, I think, within the first few minutes of the show when they were doing, like, a bit of a dream sequence. Mm. And I was like, oh, this, they're trying to do some stuff. And so, we are very well directed, incredibly well acted. And there's just so much heart throughout the show. And I think that's something I've come to love Mm -hmm. or even demand from my TV shows that they have like an emotional center Mm -hmm. uh, that drives the story. So yeah, those were my reasons for loving the bear. Yeah. I think I came to the bear again, a bit differently from everyone. I didn't, I didn't know about it. I wasn't looking at shameless actors. I never watched shameless, but I think one of the podcasts I listened to, I'd mentioned the bear and I was like, okay, this sounds like, Sounds like another 60-minute drama about a bear. <laughs> Not to be confused with Cocaine Bear. So I don't know. I wasn't really... And then they were like, oh, this show is really good. I was like, oh, is it okay? Then then TMT tweeted about it. Ooh. So I was like, oh, okay. Too many people are talking about this. Maybe TMT, the trendsetter. Yeah. And then and then he, I think he mentioned that it was, it was a, a cooking comedy or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe this is not what I think it is. And then... Oh, unlike you, I wasn't so by the first because I was like, what is going on? Why is there a bear in this dream sequence? But when the show starts and it's so chaotic and like, again, the directing is so intense. So good. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? And then when Ebon Moss, Ebon Moss Backrack comes in, um, Richie, and I'm like, who is this character and why is he stressing me? I think I, I was, I think my body was itching. Like, I think I had to put on subtitles. Like I do not know what's going on. Obviously, in the first episode when he shoots the gun and he's like, "You, you kill a non Snyder cut motherfuckers." <laughs> Probably my best line of the year. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm, 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 I'm in, I'm in." And I think, yeah. So I think if, in that case, probably directing got me as well, but definitely acting. I was like, I've never seen Jeremy Allen White before. Same. So I was, and I was like, hey, I was like, I know your face, but I can't place where I know you from. Where did you and know? I've come by his Punisher. Ah, uh, but it was also in the dropout, uh, which I had just finished watching. He was the reporter in the dropout, uh, true, he was. which I had just finished watching. But I couldn't he, figure. He out. was also in in Ando. He was in girls. Was in oh yeah, yeah he was in Ando. He was in Ando. Yeah, I never watched Sorry. girls. Um, were you a girls guy? Seems like he was a girls guy. I'm a, I watched it. And I wasn't in girls. Guy. Were you them I was like, yo, this is sub subversive, mind shattering TV. Even though it was at the time, let's be honest, because there wasn't anything good on. It was like 2011 or some shit. Um. <laughs> My man, Adam Driver guy, I think he drives me Ugh. crazy. Boo. Well, not, anyway, let's go. Let's go. Wait, 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 I'm just going to stop responding to TMT's quote-unquote jokes. Um, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to cooking beer as opposed to cocaine beer, which is coming out soon. That's not bad. That's um, actually not bad. I'm, yeah, I'm on fire today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, like, look, guys, if you haven't what the show and you've you've maybe heard about it and you're on the fence, just go watch the show. It's one of those shows where where I watch a show and it kicks off. Like, people like it. I don't know why people like it. Because 
I might know why I like it, but in my head, why I like it is a bit pretentious. And like, ugh. Like, that's not why other people might like it. Did that make sense? Or I might just let me know how to, why people like it. Like, something like when I ask you about only murders. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why people love only murders. And then you give a simple answer, just like, it's nice. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, it is nice. Like, <laughs> it's just a nice show. <laughs> that's, and that's why you do it. Film TV review podcast. <laughs> That's why niggas pay me the big bucks. And it was just like it's nice, and I was like, oh yeah, that actually just breaks it down. Like, like fuck all the bullshit about it's subversive or it's it's playing on the uh, murder mystery genre. It's just nice. It's a good show where people are good to be each other. Yeah. And and I was like, that makes sense. And like, I'm confused at why you're confused that like the public likes this, like the bear in in particular, because I think to me it's very clear why they like why? the bear. Is it nice? Apart from it being nice, like, first of all, it's short, so it's easy to consume. Okay, yeah. And secondly, there is, like, how do I put this? It's not like a lot of other, you know, high art or, in in your words, pretentious shows where they ask you to think first. Mm-hmm. The bear asks you to feel first. So it's it's much easier to, con- like, convey, like, what they want. That was an incredible, in- also incredibly pretentious, but just an incredible answer i just want you to know that like, I, I mean i know as, okay <laughs> i'm not here because this is a joke to me i know what i'm doing Did your research? i'm doing I mean, my job because and that's something i would never actually i don't know that's not how i think of tv i guess but no but you said it just now like even the first like it's the first 10 minutes of the bear when you're watching it and you are feeling mm-hmm. anxious because they are doing a lot of things that you know if we want to break them down technically can you can start getting a bit pretentious yeah. but in the end the director is doing a lot of jump cuts and the story he's telling, like it's just a small part of this guy's day, but there's so much pressure on him mm-hmm. and he's trying to convey that. He conveys it very well. Yeah. So people feel that. Yeah. And then like it's I easy think, to it's easy to connect with the characters yeah. that way. I think what it is is that because of how and I don't mean this in any way, because of how my brain works. When I feel that thing, uh, no, I don't mean it's anyway. When I feel that, oh, thing, look at this guy, he's neurodivergent. Oh, Jesus Christ! Look at this guy. Whoa, you can't say that. I don't like know if you to say that. Huh? Yeah, we, yeah, you can. But I'm, but I'm not. Oh, you know, I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done any any work. No, what I mean is that, like, so while I say, oh yes, I feel the anxiety or whatever in that first scene. I start thinking about why am I feeling the anxiety from a filmmaking point of view. Okay. And I'm starting, oh, he's doing these cuts and he's doing close-ups or whatever. And then those are the things that I begun, begin to appreciate. So I'm thinking, so instead of me to think about, no, people, other people will think about <laughs> how they felt, mm-hmm. like you said, I'm thinking, would they, would they see the cuts and everything? Would, they, would those things mean anything to them? Oh, okay, I see. So I forget, which makes sense. I forget about the, the emotional, of, the reason yeah. I even went to those cuts in the first place, which, yeah. which, which I guess that, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know. And then general thoughts you guys have on the bit before we go into a bit of spoiler territory. The cast is incredible. The cast is incredible. Um, every single member of the cast is incredible. I love how varied their backgrounds are mm-hmm. and how they spend time. And it's not a lot of time, but they spend time to kind of give everybody a little bit of flesh, mm-hmm. which is excellent. Even if it's just like one line. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was excellent. I don't um, think a lot of ensemble shows. Um, yeah. I'll call it some. Yeah. And a lot of ensemble shows do that. Especially that early in the season. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, guys, if you haven't watched The Bear, please watch The Bear. Uh, what really freaks me out about The Bear is that like a lot of my friends who have worked in the service industry 
just watch the show and they're traumatized and it's like oh my god i thought i pushed this down deep inside and they're like seeing the shit they went through <laughs> and um yeah wow. yeah i mean it's very it's very yeah, true i mean i work in the service industry but i did yeah, not it's very true to the craft yeah luckily i didn't know i did not work in the kitchen where did you work frankly <laughs> i worked in taking the food out of the kitchen into the people you're right? a waiter yeah i didn't know this when the stadium um June oh uni. i thought you were a ticket seller during match days, yes. But then we, we used to do events. Oh, I see. Anyways. Um, but apparently this is one, this is like... This guy's an onion, man. So many layers. A glass onion. And like an onion, If the more you peel, the more you cry. Um, so... <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> you guys... If someone came and just started peeling me, I would cry. All that. Would they cry, though? I don't know for them, man. If, maybe if they were my parents, I guess. Why would they do that? Why would they peel you? Oh, you know that meme. You know that you know that meme where it's like Wesley Snipes, and they're like, "Oh, when you have when you have to kill Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk in the race war, yeah, it would be like that." Yeah. Okay. Hey, before we go into spoilers, do you want to talk about music on this show? No. Oh, I thought you really liked the music. I did really like. So talk about the music. That was a joke. Um, actually, do you know what? Brief aside, um, I had breakfast with like a bunch of my colleagues this week. Oh, look at you networking. I, bro, it's not networking <laughs> if I already know them. That's just breakfast with your colleagues. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> but I, bro, you're really, you're really killing it with the networking. You're expanding <laughs> your network, and I see you doing your thing out there. I'm just proud. I'm just okay, proud. You going out of your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I did go out of my comfort zone. I had Shaq Sugar for the first time. Whoa. Oh, it's like a shameless plug. I, I, no free ads. I don't like... <laughs> no, it's not a place. It's a type of food. Okay. No free ads for... <laughs> no free ads for the Turkish food? Wow. <laughs> this is how you can tell... how <laughs> tell my palate is. <laughs> On an episode where I talk about the menu and the bed. This is... <laughs> no attraction. This nigga... This nigga eating beans. <laughs> eating beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you went Turkish for breakfast. Yeah, we went, we went to a place that had Turkish food. Anyways, I was telling a group, cause we're, there was like maybe 13 of us. So it was a long table. So I was talking to maybe five people over here mm. and I was telling them a joke and then they burst out laughing. And then Funny. the other people wanted to hear. And then I said what the joke was. And then they just were like, I think I said something and they were like, Oh, really? I was like, no, actually, no, it was a joke. And without context, the joke is just a lie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which they really loved and thought was profound. So I wanted to say that to you guys because I just said no when you said, "Do you want to go into the music?" I, yeah. But that was a joke. But without the context, context of me, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that profound. TMT is not profound. Let's agree to disagree. TMT. <laughs> just, I don't think it's profound <laughs> at all. Yeah, see, I've come to Lagos. I've come to Lagos on. <laughs> Are you about to give your date on on the podcast? This is yeah, someone like you. Yeah, yeah. TMT. I'm coming to Lagos on the twentieth. Uh, December. Oh, let's fight. Let's it doesn't matter. Let's fight. Just send me your address. I'll pull up. <laughs> we'll film it. Just tell me. Have you seen? Have you fight. seen that? Have you seen that video of the? I think it's the No Jumper podcast where they start fighting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be insane. He calls me a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call me a bitch one more time. Please, yeah. please record it to proper confidential extras. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, send it. What's your flight number? I'll send it to you on Nightmare. That sounds very okay, terrorist. Terrorist. Like, what are you going to do with my <laughs> Nothing, 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 nothing. Um, it lies, a joke. 
<laughs> hey, you're talking about this music, please. I I liked it. I just I really liked the music in the show. I thought it was so. You mean both like needle drops and score? Yeah, needle drops especially because mm. it was like a bit alternative, mm. but then like also stuff that you wouldn't expect to hear in TV. I don't know. I've been finding that a lot this year, where a lot of the needle drops are just songs that I wouldn't have expected to hear on TV, and I think that's because when I started watching TV compulsively, a lot of the music on shows were like you know I don't know. Coldplay, Milo Zalotto kind of sounding, you know, guitars. Mm. But now, it's, but now it's like, this show has some boom bap. It has some like really weird alternative music. It's nice. Mm. So I listened to a podcast, the podcast where I found out about the bear actually. Um, there are two white 45 year old men and they also praise the music. So I don't know what that means about your taste. Just want you to know that it could be a pro or a con. I don't know. Just, just it depends it. on who they are, I guess. I don't know, the two white American men. What what would you want from them? Like what, <laughs> what would you want me to tell you about them? Back, you can't put everybody of a certain age or race inside a box. Why not? They did it to us from Africa on ships. Damn that. Yeah, <laughs> man, you got you, yeah. you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Okay, let's talk about spoilers. Let's talk about spoilers for the bear. Um please if you haven't watched the bear. I mean, honestly, this is not they're not like big spoilers, so if you're not spoiler phobic, you can listen, but I think there's still some emotional stuff if you um, care about spoilers. So, yeah, this is the spoiler warning. Um, shall we talk about episode seven? If you want to. Which I think podcast. is one of the best episodes of TV this year. Um, look, everyone knows me, like, if you're going to do a one-take episode, I'm going to like it. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm basic like that. I'm just going to like it because I'm just going to like, I can't believe you actually pulled that off. Mm. But to actually do a one-take episode where like the one-takeness makes sense mm-hmm. and there's a reason you're doing it and it actually adds to the story like it adds to the tension like mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about it i was like if this was if you're doing if you're doing cuts or whatever it won't have the same intensity that, that this episode has like we can see the, the, the tension rising up to the point where richie gets stabbed like you can see the tension rising with um i can't remember his name oh the baker is it marcus yes is it Marcus? Yes. Oh, I do have it in my notes, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can see all that rising. And you're like, oh, this is like... Because everything is happening in real time. When he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open in seven minutes, it's probably going to open in actually seven minutes. And he's like, oh, this is how everything is going. And I just... So on the one hand, it's impressive. But on the other hand, it's like, it makes sense. And it's very well done. And it's just like, I can't imagine how the actors felt the first time. They knew. I think they like, said it three times, I think. Three times. Yeah, which doesn't make... It's not like... That's just an hour. In terms of acting, it's like 20 minutes and then obviously you reset and all that. But like, they can play for 20 minutes. It's not impossible. Obviously, they have rehearsed a few times before doing it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, episode seven. I really, really like episode seven. I... Okay, look. Sid and Marcos were wrong. shit, we're going to get deep now. Oh. No, 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 no. no. I thought we were. This is not the episode for that. It's too early to do that. (laughs) I said, oh shit. I was like, oh man. Sid and Marcos were wrong. I'm sorry. Like... I, I, we're wrong to do what exactly they were just the villains of that episode I know it's meant to be Kami and Kami shouting and all that but Sid fucks up by leaving the pre-order on um, she stabs Richie when Richie's actually if anything Richie's the hero of this episode like he does I want this episode I want this the show again before this recording Richie doesn't do anything bad he cracks on like demeaning jokes or whatever but like he's actually trying to help he's doing fries for the first time he's actually and he gets stabbed and then Mark let's talk about Marcus 
Marcus saw all the chaos that was going on. And please, if you want to defend him and tell me I'm wrong, go ahead, because I'm probably going to get messages in the DM saying that I'm wrong. Marcus is he's near divergent. He's definitely something. Uh-huh. He's definitely something. Whoa. But <laughs> yeah. Is that DMT said whoa? He saw all that was going on and he put his donuts in the mi- Like, do you know when he brings his donut? I, I, re- I was like, so when I rewatched this episode, two things happened. I gasped when Richie got stabbed rewatching because I forgot when it happened. Uh-huh. And then I cringed or basically shook my body when Marcus brought the donut. Because again, I forgot at what point he brought it. Like, he's bringing it at the peak of problems. <laughs> and then Calm is like, Marcus, what are you doing right now? Are you trying to fuck me? Like, why? Why is he angry? Why is he going to cry? That like, and my problem is that Kami apologizes to both him, him and Say, which he should because he shouted that was wrong. Yeah. But neither of them apologizes for for their for their part in in the chaos of the day. And I find that is very wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, that's what it means to be a leader. If you want to lead a fine culinary institution that that restaurant was in that scene and prior mm-hmm. to that scene, you have mm-hmm. to be able to take a hit on the chin. Um, you know. I won't lie, I knew Marcos was still making a donut because I just, once he brought it out into play, I was like, oh, this is a plot device, plot device. So I was just watching him in the corner of my eye <laughs> in the ensuing chaos and I could see him yeah. still working on it. And I was like, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Let's see even, how this goes. Even before that, Sid was like, um, Marcos, how are the, how are the yeah. cakes? And he's like, come in. And he's like, what do you mean? Come? Like, even Sid was already shouting at him, like, I, I just, I can't believe he did that. And I can't believe, like, he was painted as, like, the victim. Like, yeah, it's bad I shouted. That's fine. I'm, I'm not trying to say that's okay. You shouldn't shout out employees. But at the same time, employees should, like, take responsibility. Like, that was, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just feel like I would have done the exact same thing, probably, if I was coming's position. He was going through it. Yeah, I guess they were probably wrong. But you know what? I'm still rocking with them, man. Oh, no, no. I'm rocking with them. I'm rocking with Kami as well. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say they were the fitness of the episode. Well, because they're black. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fair. I didn't, I didn't see that, actually. You're you right. didn't see that. Then. Actually, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the white man. Uh, you, don't, you don't see color. Yeah, Banky don't see color. <laughs> would would you say that Banky? Banky, would you say you don't see color? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see color. I think so. When you all... went to see Black Panther, you just saw Panther. Yeah, <laughs> was it just Panther? Yeah, well, all when you saw the the, the the when you saw the movie of the summer, you just saw Adam. Is that what happened? <laughs> was it just just Adam? <laughs> okay, what well, about episode seven? Just quickly. Actually, never mind. I had a question to ask, but let's let's leave it since you guys don't want to blame Kami too much, or rather, you don't want to blame Marcus and say you want Kami to. Have I mean, ask the question. We'll no, I'm just like disagree with you. No, it was, it was a question. It's not. It was just like, how is it what just a person meant to like respond to the day that Kami had, like to Sid leaving the pre-orders open all night, to Marcus bringing in donuts before, like no, sorry, at the worst possible time, like. What's it meant to do? It depends on your temperament. I don't know what you mean by well adjustment. Sorry, well adjusted though. What is the right way to react to that? Again, depends on your temperament. Like I'm not someone that shouts, so I probably wouldn't shout at them. But I might I might hate you. I might hate you and then like plot things, like evil things to do to you. And maybe not do them because like, you know, that's work. We, okay, you're just lazy. Yeah. Laziness again. <laughs> Laziness again. Yeah, it will get in the way of my revenge. Um But I don't know if that means I'm well adjusted. Okay, I just look. Just, well, how would you? For how would you have dealt with it? Did you really put up a black fist to say justice for Kami? Just no, I didn't. There's, yeah, no, did. there's no video evidence of that. What are you talking yeah, about? Uh, how would I? Have, uh, how would I? Have re- 
I'd have just needed to quiet quiet down. Honestly, if Marcus brought the dude, I would have shot it at Marcus. I'm sorry. Like, but it was at that particular point. Like Sid, I would have like, okay, you fucked up. We can let's let's just let's try and fix, fix this, yeah. right? Because she's the second best person here. Yeah. Let's try and fix it. But if Marcus in the, I think this thing that's blame. Like it's possible Sid can make a mistake. That's fine. Anybody, everybody makes mistakes. But Marcus in the middle of everything that is going on tells me to bring out his. I'm just like. Anyway, let's talk about something that TMT alluded to earlier. Didn't allude to. He outrightly said it. Um, Bernthal's appearance in his second best performance this this year. JB, so the second greatest JB in Hollywood history. Who's the first? Justin Bieber. Yeah, I want him to see. Jack Bauer, James Bond, Justin Bieber, Jason Bourne. So you said, but you said second. You said second. You said second best. Yeah, he's like, take your pick. Okay, I've changed my. I've changed my mind. I have new information and I've adjusted to it and I've changed my mind. So I don't get why you're grilling me. Why I'm in the hot seat. When where where did the new information come from? I was say you always you always had access to this information. Like it's not that new. I I googled it. Okay, in like 10 seconds. Anyways, um, so when Brentel <laughs> appears on screen, obviously this, this is coming after we finished We Own This City, which we're going to talk about in yes. a second. I genuinely, I think we like... We Own This City. I, that's not the theme song. Um, <laughs> that is the theme song. I think, I think I got goosebumps when he came on. Because <laughs> I really like I really like Brentel. I've always really liked Brentel, right? And I'm happy now, like, the, people are catching up to liking Brentel. Absolute slut. <laughs> slut? We okay. Own This yeah. City. What do you think when Brenton came out? I was really excited because I didn't expect him to be on the show. Mm. Um, or oh, I didn't expect him to be on the show then. Do you know? Wait. Do you know? I'd seen, I'd gone to Wikipedia and I'd uh, seen that he had like a recurring role. Did, but you didn't know who he was. But I didn't know who he was playing. Do you want to know how he, how he got into that show? How did he get into the show? So, um, Ebon, I really hope I'm pronouncing his name properly. Ebon Mas Backrack. Holy shit, guys. Guys, sorry. Sorry, just, um, just, um, what's his name? Jaden Smith just followed me on IG. Okay, never mind. It's a fake account. Uh, continue. Sorry. <laughs> what you call an account living? Um, so Ebon Mars was on Punisher. Mm-hmm. And he just called him, like, do you want to come and do this little role? And Bertha was like, yeah, sure. And then. Really? He wasn't sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so what do you think when he, when he was, when he appeared on the show? Yeah, I was, I was geeked, man, because I was super into him on We Own the City. Mm-hmm. And then see him again. The during... first time you've been into Bento, you were not. No, no, no. I really liked him in The Punisher. Okay. Um, but none of his movies, like Wolf. No. Or King Richard or Ford vs. Ferrari. Anyway, okay. No, no. But yeah. Okay. So I really you were coming him. off your, um, We Own the City high. Yeah. And then. TMG, what were you? But you I only have space in my heart for one white boy. One white boy. And so it's Garfield. I it's Garfield. It's still Garfield. This year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember last year, it was like Chalamet for a little bit. For like, for like two months. Yeah. End of the year. Yeah. TMG's looking at you in disgust. Chalamet's a star. TMG, what about you? What, what do you think when Bernthal appeared? Honestly, I nearly shot myself because I was like, why is this show this show? Mm. You know, it has everything, the markings of a true HBO special. Yet, it's been hidden away. It has one of the biggest, most talented people in TV slash film right now just like popping in for a, you know, little monologue, Shakespearean sort of level of um, acting. And I'm just like, what is this show? Who made this? Who, Who made this happen? 
And why did they drop it? They dropped it like they didn't expect it to make a big splash. But I feel like Loki, they knew it would. Because they had to, right? I mean, surely you have to, like... Not really. I don't think so. Because, again, we're going to, we're going to talk about this in a second, but, like, a lot of TV shows came out this year. Surely when this came out, this was also during the peak times. And, like, I think... Dropping... The models for dropping TV shows is actually an art. Or maybe a science. Rather, it's a, it needs to be studied. Because this is a show that really, really benefited from being a bench drop. Like, if this was a week, a weekly drop, I don't think people would have loved it as much or... Long to that, but I think everybody, what the show people like teams watching like one day and we're telling all their friends to go watch it on Hulu. So, like, I think, yeah, I don't know if they knew it was gonna, I think it was on the show, they're like, they're just gonna put it there and maybe in five months to gather enough steam and people will talk about it. They didn't know it to be overnight. Um, no, the way, the way Twitter works, if a show is good right now, people just take their favorite scene and put it on Twitter and then the show mm. blows up. That's literally how people are exploding shows, yeah. Right now. And then if you're lucky enough to get like that meme of call me that of, <laughs> of him in the chef and then now actually just people like what was the show where did I watch it which is just yeah. um yeah and I think like Bento's appearance is really good like the monologue is really good but he also just like plays a lot of things that he does well like he's very he's very charming and in that scene you get to see why Mikey was Mikey mm-hmm. and I really love that they cut that with um maybe after that you see Richie trying to tell the same story and the, the girl is just not having it. It's just like, oh, yeah, you're not, you're not Mikey. <laughs> you don't hold the room like yeah. Mikey. And you kind of see yeah. why someone like that dying will leave such a big hole in, in all their hearts. So like, I really like it. Yeah. Speaking of cameos, Paul Rudd is in the finale. Did you catch it? I don't remember. Oh, so he's, yeah, you haven't watched the finale, but, cause at first I was like, that's definitely Paul Rudd's voice, but like, he's the voice of the game that Fak is, um, talking to. Just oh. like, like two lines or whatever. I was like, that's definitely Parod. Who is Christopher Stora and why does he have all these friends that you can just call up and say, come on, do this cameo? Guys, come on, that's Christopher. He's an institution of the industry. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. And then, yeah, obviously there's the big thing about the money, which all I'm thinking about is just the the, the can that Kami threw away in the first episode. I'm just like, (laughs) how much money did he throw away in that that can? Um, But yeah, and then just our thoughts on the bed. I don't have anything to say about the bed before we leave. No, just watch it. Watch the show. It's a great show. Yeah. My yeah. favorite show of the year. James, it's also your top show of the year, right? Easily. Oh, wow. Easily. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about my top 10 of the year. Um, these guys are going to insult me. I'm going to talk about some of the shows that we haven't mentioned at all that are just really, really good this year. Okay, welcome back everyone. So now I'm going to give my top 10 shows of the year and hopefully, like we did last time, try and recommend some new shows to you guys. Um, I'm going to throw a question to you guys, A and TMT, before we go ahead. Can you guess how many TV shows I want this year? 70. <laughs> TMT, can you guess how many shows I want this year? Five. Five, as in just five. Yeah, because he said 70, which I thought was wild. So I was going to go in the other direction. And hopefully, we just meet in the middle at like a. Hey, why did you say t- Why did you say 70? I just guessed. You didn't just guess. Why did you say 70? That was legit just a guess. How many shows do you think you watched this year? You? Me? Yeah. Maybe 40. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Maybe 30. Okay. So I watched 71 shows this year. I'm too fucking smart, man. You, you, you saw you my niggas notes. Niggas don't know what's going on. I swear you saw to my God. notes. On everything I love, I did not see your notes. 70 is a very wild guess. 70 is a very wild guess to just like... On on your brother's life, I didn't see your... Not my brother's (laughs) life. You have your own brother. 
on our brother's lives. Stop including my own brother. You can just use your brother. That's fine. I'll trust if you use only your brother. You don't have to include my brother. You just said 70. I swear. So you just said 70. I just said 70. That's so wild. Why did you say 70? I'm just really good. Yeah, but why would anybody watch 70 shows? I'm really good at my job, Banky. This You keep asking me questions. And I keep getting them right. I don't think I've. Um, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think I've seen like up to eleven shows. This, like maybe eleven. Man. You have maybe like twelve. Yeah, stop lying. You no, have. No. I can like. I can tell you the first eleven I saw, yeah. and then you. I've seen all of them. Even me, okay, I let's do it. More than that. I. I don't think I have, and I think I just watched the right shows. Okay, Yellow Jackets. You've seen Yellow Jackets? No, I've not. Oh, I've oh, not, not seen Yellow Jackets. He hasn't seen Yellow. Abbott Elementary. Uh-huh. I have. Righteous Gemstones. Not this season. Not so okay, we'll just, be, we'll just be quick. Okay, Peacemaker, Ozark, Gilded Age. You've seen all three? Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, I haven't. Haven't, seen. I haven't. I haven't seen um, Ozark. You haven't seen Ozark? You haven't seen Ozark? That's weird. Never. Oh, no, yeah, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. You've never watched it. Okay, skip that. Um, Mrs. Maisel, Severance. You've seen that. Peaky Blinders, you've seen that. Uh, Winning Time, you've seen that. We've already, I think we've already got to 10. Atlanta, you've seen that. Moon Knight, you saw that. Minx. Slow Horses, Minx. Like... I haven't seen Slow Horses. He hasn't seen Slow Horses. Oh, you haven't seen Slow Horses. Um, mm, We Own the City, you've seen. I haven't seen that. The Boys, you saw. Yeah, I did. I did also, there were like boys. four Marvel shows this year. I'm sure you saw all of them. Like, like, plus, um, plus Andor. Yeah, plus Andor. The Bear. Um, Only Murders in the Building. I haven't seen that. Do you see Blackbird? You haven't seen Only Murders in the no, Building? I haven't seen that. Why am I seeing Only Murders in the Building? Before. GC Industry. Only Bonner Boys in the building. Is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said murders, murders. No, that's crazy. I haven't Which, seen that. Which, you know, too. going by his security. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, what, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> I said, actually listened which, to this Submarine episode you guys did after Bonner Boys security. Which going which going by which going by what? I said his security guys. Bonner Boys security guys. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, um, where were we? Where were we? Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, you've only mentioned like five shows. That's not Bro, true. we've done like ten. We've, we've, like we've got more than ten already. Like Reservation ten. Dogs. Like, you've seen this show. How's the dragon? I'm... She- I haven't seen Reservation Dogs. Um, I, I'm oh, gaslighting you. Res- okay. You've seen Reservation <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> gaslighting you. Okay. Why are we even doing this exercise? I'm done, man. I don't like. We yeah, know. we know. Okay. Um, so 71. I can't believe you actually got that. I can't believe you actually got that right. And it's a bit depressing. I'm from, just really good at from my own point things. of view. I'm I, sorry. So I was doing this list. I was like, okay, let me actually try and figure out what my top 10 is. And I was like, 70 shows is a bit sad. Yeah. But like, I also know because like this has been a very good year of TV. And there was a point when I had like on Fridays I had, like 10 hours of TV just to, to try and watch and. I almost went into depression for a couple of months. Do you guys podcast, trying to keep cover everything? So yeah. Do you, do do you guys watch any game shows? No, no. As in like, I, I have something to, I have something to say to you guys about the state of TV, and go, I think go for it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, wait, TMT. Wait, if anyone listening, just apologies. There's a bit, I think there's, I think TMT's takes are pissing off his dog, so you might hear some barking in the background. But TMT, please go ahead. Thank you. Um, I think, I think, um, uh, the way we watch TV is, is affecting the mental state of the society in general. I think everyone has main character syndrome now because all we watch are f- dramas that we watch fucking stories about little twits and their, their little, um, you know, their little fights, their, their struggles and how they overcome them. And that's not what TV is meant to be. I'm meant to watch a little bit of that, yes. But then you watch something like a, like an ensemble cast thing, like the A-Team. And then you watch something like, you know, 
the um who wants to be a millionaire where everyone is like kind of a loser in the end and you it makes you it kind of it helps you with how you balance think about out. life you watch yeah it balances it out you watch some game shows you watch news you watch snl you watch like all these good things and all these bad things and you can't just watch okay it's crazy that like you can watch like 70 shows and it's just all about like niggas and that's insane to me <laughs> like tv used to okay like tv just used to be about like stuff like it was about everything the whole spectrum of life and you couldn't choose you couldn't choose i miss uh, that i miss just putting on the tv and not being able to choose oh um days of our lives is on i guess that's what i'm watching do you know how crazy it is to watch days of our lives i used to watch days of our lives when i've been there can you imagine watching days of our lives now passions well, passions. I won't. I watch that one regularly. Like, yeah, we all watch. We all watch passions. Like, I mean, all, you didn't I watch. Didn't, pa- you, you always familiarist. I watched it, but like, I didn't watch it. So that actually could. I, I love passions. If we squinted, squinted had enough, that take could actually work with your take as well about what was my take? the death of procedurals. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And even just sitcoms actually. Ayo, Ayo is really sad about death of procedurals. He wants new procedurals back, which is why. Bro, he's carry on my way. mentalist. <laughs> which is right he's watching Mentalist for some reason um, are you, have you finished season one I haven't been rewatching it it's not a good procedural I'm sorry oh actually even with the 71 that mm-hmm. I've seen so I have still I've not seen Euphoria this season <laughs> I haven't seen The Shy I'm two seasons back on The Shy I haven't seen Snowfall this season. Same. <laughs> oh, you have I'm in episode <laughs> 4 I've been in episode 4 since like I don't know uh, I haven't seen Umbrella Academy this season I haven't seen Master of None. That. I haven't seen the English. His Dark Materials and Little Mar- America. Wait, Master of None came back. Yeah, they had a little mini season now with um, Lena Waithe's character. I've not seen it. That's wild. What's the English? The uh, Emily Blunt movie. Sorry, TV show. Six episodes. It's a TV BBC. show. Yeah. What did I think was a movie? Is it action? Yeah, it's like a western. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Um, but it's new, isn't it? Yeah, it's new. At the time of recording, Jack Ryan. And his dark materials and Little America are not out. But by the time this episode comes out, they would have been out. So, I might finish this year with too many shows. Anyway, okay. Top 10. So, guys, this is going to be very, very subjective. I'm not... In some cases, it's just like... It's subjective. I don't know how to put it. It doesn't mean that every show is subjectively better than the other show. Um, Stop explaining the meaning of subjective. You already said subjective. What if, what if they don't know the meaning of subjective? Bro, trust me. I don't want them to leave the app and go and Google the word. I can just like... I can just... So it it's here. audio. It's going to keep playing while they're Googling it. But you never know. Anyways, what's it, what's it like watching on YouTube? They can pause it also. That technology exists as well. So. <laughs> yeah, but they, what if they never come back? This is why I have oh. trust issues. What if they pause it and never come back? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. They leave me like everybody leaves me. Um, <laughs> Except us. <laughs> Your work. <laughs> Get you this man You don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? Okay. How come And the babe. One of those I would want a, a lot more than the other. I would give, I would sacrifice one for the other. Like, get me the Emmy. Like, what kind of, what kind of sacrifice are we talking? What kind of they want? What, what kind of TV gods want? <laughs> if they want an altar, I'll build the altar and put her on it for the Emmy. <laughs> Okay, so my number 10 show is Quinta Brunson's Abbott Elementary. Um, I think Prestige TV has broken my brain because I don't really know how to rank or even like talk about a show like this, about, about sitcoms. But I think it's one of the best shows of the year and I felt like it needed to be on this list. So it's my number 10. 
Does anyone want to say anything about Abbott Elementary? It's beautiful. Everyone, people go watch Abbott Elementary. Everybody has said everything that needs to be said so about Abbott Elementary. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, I don't have much more to say. Shout out Black Power and that. Yeah, number nine is Dustin Lance Black's Under the Panel of Heaven. This Ooh, is a show that is Ayo's second best show of the year. And Ayo absolutely loves. Um, I don't know if Ayo and I are on an island for loving this show. But I do know that one of the best writers of the year Conrad K posted that he loved this show on his Instagram. So I think like we don't need to defend ourselves. Fair. Because, because Conrad loves the show. Um, but yeah, our thoughts on Honored Band of Heaven are in our recommendation episode. So please go check it out if you, if you don't know what the show is about. Tim, have you started Honored Band of Heaven? Yeah. You said you were going to. Yeah, but yeah. Have you- I've seen the first two episodes. Oh. What do you think? What? What did you think? Why are you asking but, me? Is this like a TV show review podcast? Like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> just once in a while. Sometimes we do things like that. Okay. Um, uh, I really like the pacing. I like the storytelling. Mm. Andrew Garfield is very charismatic. Mormons are very interesting people. So I'm getting to it. I'm trying to find my feet and, you know, I'm hoping for the best. But yeah, so far it's a good ride. You I like know, the I don't really want to. shot, like the reveal of the, the murder in the mm. first, in first episode. Anyway. Number eight is House of the Dragon. This is a title that we've covered extensively on this podcast. I think there are over like 10 hours of content on this podcast. Shout out to ABB and Fami. Um, I really, really had a great time watching the show. It was just quite fun for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. House of the Dragon. I don't think anybody doesn't know what House of the Dragon is. <laughs> and if you're going to watch it at this point, you've already watched it. So yeah, like House of the Dragon. Any thoughts? Anybody want to? Same Matt thing. Smith is a revelation in every role he does. Okay. In every role he does, was, he's th- a revelation. I thought you were about to be like, Matt Smith is a revelation. I was like, we've been here about Matt Smith, but then, yeah, it makes sense. In, in every, every role yeah, he's he does. just always great, yeah. <laughs> he's a revelation. He's yeah. just like, wow, Matt Smith? Okay, yeah. If you watch House of the Dragon, I want to hear our thoughts on it. Like I said, there are over 10 hours of content. We did, like, episode re- recaps, and then we did a whole thing at the end of the season about just stuff. So, yeah, please go check that out. Um my number seven is Atlanta. Again, TMT, everybody and I have, I think, over three hours of content about Atlanta seasons three and four on the feed. So you can go check those out. Um, season three is obviously a very interestingly received season of Atlanta. I think it has some really, really good episodes. I think it also has the worst episode of Atlanta ever created in that, that run. And then season four is incredible. It's very funny. Some of the best Atlanta episodes they've ever done. Um, I know, obviously, like I said, best TV yeah, um, the finale is very Atlanta and very, it sticks to its brand, which I really, have you finished Atlanta? No. You obviously haven't, yeah. So, yeah, and I just, it had to be on this list. Like, honestly, even if season four was terrible, I'm still, I put it on this list just because of what Atlanta, like, what it did to television and what it did for the culture, essentially. So, yeah, number seven is Atlanta. Number six is, Number six is David Simon and Judge Pelicanus's We Own This City, which TMT has not seen. Um, Number six? I know, I know, but then I was looking and I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't move it. I can't. This is, I'm not, I'm not trying to look. I looked at this list and I was like, I honestly (laughs) cannot move. So out of my 71 shows, I picked out 26. I I picked out shows I think should be on the top 10. Uh And when I did that, I realized that I had 26. So I had to now pick from that 26 to 10. So it's like, this is, this is tight for me. Hopefully, you don't have problems with the menu five. Hopefully. I'm sure you probably will. I'm going I'm gonna uh, to pick but, up. But there, are, but there are a couple that you've not seen. going to cause a scene. There are a couple that you've not seen. So, anyway, Beyond the City, um, it comes from George Pelicanos and David Simon. David Simon, who famously created The Wire. And? 
What the deuce? Yeah. Did you watch the deuce? I watched the first season. Oh, I'm surprised because I, I I watched all three seasons. Um. Oh my god! I thought you said the Jews, and I was panicking. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, this show actually had like such genuine horror in his face right now. <laughs> it's like, wait, I thought we we're joking. I thought we we're just doing joke. What happened? Uh, but yeah, this show feels very much like a cousin to The Wire to me. Um, I think it gives great context to what The Wire was doing and saying, and kind of like preaching about and forewarning. And as someone who famously has not finished The Wire, as listeners of this podcast would know. Really? Uh, yeah. I just, I think that's, that has to be my, like, when we go on this Christmas break, that's to be what I do during the break. Um, what The Wire and Euphoria. They're basically it, the same. <laughs> they're basically the same shit. <laughs> it definitely entice, like, watching we want to see definitely entice me to go back and watch The Wire. Mm. Cause I, I think I was like, oh, okay. It kind of, it's almost like seeing the end point of The Wire. And for those who don't know, Beyond the City is, I don't want to say inspired because it's, I think like it's very, very close to reality. So it's like the chronicles. Yeah. Like basically depicting the true story about the, um, Baltimore police scandal and corruption across the Baltimore police department in like 2017, but it goes back to like early 2000. John, per- John Bernthal plays the, the lead character. And when I watched the pilot, I didn't know that Bernthal was one in real, I didn't know it was a real story. And I also didn't know that he was the villain of the show. Yeah. So it was like a very, very weird journey for me. I was like, are we meant to be supporting this guy? Because this guy is awful. Why is this guy saying terrible things? But hey, I know we are one of your best of the year. What did yeah. you think of We the City? Um, as someone that famously thought The Wire is a bit overrated in 2022, I think We Are in the City does a lot of course correction on, mm. on some of the weaknesses I found with The Wire. I loved almost everything about it. And, Almost every episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just it's six episodes. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't remember something that small. It wasn't yeah. ten. Definitely wasn't ten. It's an incredibly tight show. Mm-hmm. So they they're not wasting a single second of screen time, but the exposition that they gave the the way they introduce characters and weave them in and out of stories, excellent. And I mean, we're talking about Bernthal earlier. Bernthal is this is his best performance, I think, of all time. Of all time, yeah. He's he's so good. It takes like some of the things that we know of Bernthal in terms of like his the characters he plays, like the, the machismo and the swagger and all that. Charisma, and it, it charisma yeah. and it just like you're like, this guy's a terrible person, but I get why everybody loves him and everybody will follow him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Bernthal is so good in this. It's like God, what's this guy? I've forgotten his name. The character's what? name. Wayne Jenkins. Wayne. Happy Wayne Jenkins Day. <laughs> Wayne Jenkins is probably, like, I, I don't like praising Wayne Jenkins because in real life he's a terrible piece of shit. But, like, the character Wayne Jenkins is probably the best villain of the year. Um, yes, too. What are we thinking? Clay's Bangs, John Paul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof, Jesus. Clay's Bangs, John Paul is probably the best villain of the year because he's person. a terrible man. Just a terrible human being. From beginning to end. But um, he's really good in how terrible he is. Are you finished? Yeah, That's I finished it. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he never lets up. He doesn't. Know. At least, at least with Dwayne Jenkins, there's some family stuff there. You kind of know why he does what he does. Yeah. Clay's Bang is just like, no. He's a bad person. John Paul is a bad person. Okay. Uh, we're back. TMT unfortunately had to leave us. So it's only Ayo here to flame me for my takes. But number five, 
mm-hmm. of my shares is Severance. Mm-hmm. This is the actually. Now I'm just gonna every take I do. I'm just like, do you think better than we are this? City? Oh, on that part of heaven. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Which you don't. Well, actually, no, no, you don't because I know where you place the shares. Like, do you understand? Let, let me let me put it like okay, that. Okay, fine. Do I understand um, why you place the higher? So no, no, explain yourself for this one. Number five is Severance. This is the Apple TV Plus thriller created by Dan Erickson and produced and mostly directed by um, Ben Stiller and starring Adam Scott and lots of other people that you know and like. Um, a quick premise is that in this world, a company has devised a technology to kind of split your home self versus your work self, i.e. actually achieving work-life balance. So I guess the questions going in are, one, why would, because you have to consent to doing this. Why would somebody willingly consent to doing this procedure? Because it's irreversible. And also, why would a company feel the need to do this? Um no spoilers, definitely because it's a very spoiler-heavy show. This is a mystery box show, so I'm not going to say anything. But it was probably the best season finale I watched all year. Mm. I really, really liked that season finale. And mm. I, I remember just like it, it just you just kept on moving. It was just so propulsive. Like yeah. I was like, and then obviously where it ends, it ends where it ends, and then there's because it's the ticking clock thing where obviously something's happening yeah, in yeah. Lumen or whatever. But yeah, I really, really like the show. Really like the performance. I think directing is incredible. Um. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't, famously, I don't like solving mysteries while watching a show. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I don't. Is I just, that famous? Well, famous I for people, people listening to the podcast. Okay. So, ugh, so not me. I don't know where yeah. yeah. Um, no, but like, things like. <laughs> I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> something like Big Little Lies. So like, I don't like to find out. I don't like to think about who the murderer is. Okay, okay. And I like a show to know. Like, so me, I'm not thinking about who Care is or things like that. I'm just focused on the show. And I think. If I start thinking, if a show makes me want to think about that, and I feel like you're doing a bad show okay. because I should be invested in the emotional connections okay. that I'm watching and things like that. Um, so yeah, I guess two questions. One, do you understand my position of severance? And two, what are your thoughts on severance? I don't understand your position, but I loved severance. I loved severance. It's definitely my top five for the year. So it's five. Maybe. And then when this is three? What's two? Under the banner of heaven. Oh. Hmm. What's four? I don't know. I'm out there. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> it might be my top five. Okay. It's um, my top ten. Like yeah. I really like Severance. Yeah. I think Severance is like Baggy doesn't really like Yeah, Baggy doesn't really like sci-fi shows. So I was surprised that he liked this one. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I don't think he's like I don't like sci-fi. What so I would always like a good show, no matter what, what the genre genre is. Mm-hmm. But I think why is it? I don't but it's, it's definitely fantasy first. Like, I don't run... I'm not looking for... Like, I'm like, oh, I have to watch this fantasy show. Okay, fair. If somebody's like, there's a good drama, I'm like, oh, okay. Or a good comedy, I'm like, oh, okay. If somebody's like, good fantasy, I'm like, okay. Let, let me see what other people are saying. Let me see what it's like. Mm-hmm. I, I can live without watching a good fantasy show. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi, a bit less so, but also kind of yeah. there. Like, there's some... So the sci-fi show we're watching right now. And if we didn't get, like reason to watch the first episode. I probably would never watch the first episode. Are you talking about... I'm not, I'm not going to, like... Yeah. I probably would have watched the show. The Mankind show. What? For all Mankind. Oh, no, no. Jesus Christ, no. The Peripheral. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> so, like, it was like, for all Mankind. It's probably part of the reason why I never watched the first season. It was like, okay, it's like, this is probably sci-fi and I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine coming in late. Okay. On, as, as a bit of, I'm fine coming in late on some sci-fi shows. Like, if, if everybody's like, oh, you have to watch like, Okay, that's fine with me. I'm probably not fine coming in late on a very good drama or a very good comedy. 
Because you're a pretentious guy. Okay, cool. Probably, Like, yeah. I get that. Yeah. But yeah, I love Severance. I'm a big sci-fi guy. So, you know, Apple TV plus sci-fi guy. Yeah. It was a slam dunk. It's out of the park. It was a slam dunk. Great. And it was great. really good. And oh my God, the opening credits. I was, I was literally about to say great, great opening credits. Opening credits. Definitely top three. Definitely top three. Of all time? Of all time. Oof. Of all time. Ah. Of all time. So I think credit, just the credits or credits plus song? Credits. Oh, okay. So, so something like Succession is not there. No, no, Succession is not there. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what, what Succession is fine. So, what would be there? But you said, but when you credit for song, Succession is top two. Yeah, but that's just because Succession <laughs> is really good. <laughs> the theme, <but> the theme <laughs> song is really good. song is fun, but like, Succession is also really good. <laughs> um, I saw an edit, I think, what was it? Oh, I think it was House of Dragon. Edit. Wow, we nearly went through a whole episode without talking about Succession. Thank you, talking about Succession, man. That's, uh, f- no, but that's your fault. You're talking about theme credits. This nigga to- can't help himself. <laughs> can't tell myself. <laughs> He's addicted. Succession is back next year. My personality is coming back. <laughs> um, I don't know how I'm going to cover that shit. Wait, so I think for me, one of my favorites is a show called Manhattan, which also stars Rachel Brosnan. Yeah. Brosnan. That was really good. Saw. I think that was one of my first, like, like credits. And it's one of the best. I also think White Lotus Season 2 opening credits are ridiculously good. Yeah. But, but like, I don't know, it's very difficult to divorce something like that from the music. Because the music really, really, I really helps White Lotus. But, but I think the visuals are more important. Yeah. And the visuals are the more important thing in the Severance opening credits. Also, um, Game of Thrones? What's happening in Game of Thrones visuals? Like, they're not doing much. Also the Dragon. House of the Dragon is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the end, still. They're still playing a bit of nostalgia there. Yeah, of course. I mean, the theme, but yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything that's just the credits that I really like, apart from when it's with music. Something like Kimmy Schmidt. I just love that song. <laughs> so, but like, it, it, no, it, but I think Severance, regardless of whatever yeah, no, no, music no, they put it to, yeah, Severance the visuals is, are great. Severance is like, it's very good without the music. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I can't think of another show that can divorce the music from the credits okay. that I love. Anyway, yeah, so Severance is my number five. My number four is a show that you don't watch and Tim doesn't watch as well. So that would have been a quick one. It's Barry. Um, this is Bill Hader's HBO dark comedy about a hitman who wants to leave that life behind. Yo, I know there's no, this is not a video. Nobody can see this. I know, I know. The one, he wants to leave that life be- behind and then he falls in love with acting. Season three is their best and their darkest, their most cinematic season. Um, why do you love Barry? So it's actually kind of like Ben, what you said, like it talks, it deals with a lot of heavy things, but it's not like it's dark. It's a dark show, but it's not a dark show. It's not a heavy show. Mm. It's still like because they are still there's still silliness. There's still jokes. It's not it, under it, the banner of heaven. It's, def- it's definitely not under the banner of heaven. <laughs> like it's not like it's not tough to watch. Mm. Even though I love I love a lot of shows that are tough to watch, but it's not tough to watch. It's still like dealing with a lot of important things, and it's I don't know. It's very nuanced in a lot of its storytelling, a lot of the way it approaches a lot of characters. Um, I don't think there's a good, maybe one, maybe one character <laughs> that is good. Like, a lot of people are just terrible people. Um, there's one that you think is good this season and you just find out that, like, it's Hollywood and everybody's good. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I just, yeah, it takes some turns and it never, I don't know, I don't know when I realized, probably season two or whatever, but it's not trying to redeem Barry. Mm. It's not, it doesn't take off, it doesn't take his foot off the gas about how terrible a person Barry is. Like, it's like, this guy is not a good person. So, yeah. And it's just funny. Okay. It's funny. It's Bill Hader. It's funny. There's, there's this scene with Vanessa Bayer this season. I just, I love her. I know. That was, that was catnip for you. Oh. <laughs> that was catnip. <laughs> I know you're SNL faves. 
Uh, the suit with Vanessa Bayer this season is just incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I really, really like Barry. I think, and I think with each new season, as they got more confident and Bill Hader got a tighter grasp on everything, it became a lot more cinematic. I started doing a lot of things that was like ridiculous. There's a season, there's a episode this season, which is basically half of it is just like a motorcycle chase. And it's so good. <laughs> it's so well done. Okay. Um, Bill Hader directed that episode. But yeah, no, I really, really like it. I watched um, the pilot, but. That's all. You never really go into it. No, I watched the pilot and I was like, I don't get it. And then I don't know why on. you didn't get into it. Cause like, I'm not, I'm not saying like it should be your best show, but like, you watch so many shows that are just worse than it. Like what? Name one. I, I, I Name one. I'm, one, I, I can't think of it right now, but even if I could, I won't say it on the podcast. Name one. But like, you can't name no, one. No, of course I, you watch of course shows you can't name one. <laughs> what do you want to call? So I said that. Time traveler's wife. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. Do you know why, Maki? It's because you don't believe in love. <laughs> That's also that's that's also why. fair. That's also fair. Maybe that's true. But I don't know. I'm sure like I'm sure I'm sure there's some shows that like just mm. but anyways, um They are James for the Emmy, man. <laughs> anyways, okay. Um number so that was number four, Barry. Check out Barry if you haven't. HBO, Sky Atlantic, all that jazz. Number three is the bear. We spent over 30 minutes Brrr. talking about the bear just now. That's my number three. Mm-hmm. Um so right now we've done what? Your number one is under the banner of heaven, two is yeah. Randy City. Yeah. Three, three is, is. We the, uh, no two is the bear two is the bear three is we sorry one is the bear two is sorry. yeah under the banner of heaven three is we end the city five is severance we don't know what your number five, five is severance yeah my number two is industry it's not industry industry is not your top five industry is not my top five industry is not your top five of the year no wow me can't cry if you listen to that I really really apologize no, like, it's number like, no, <laughs> it's, it's my top late. ten it's, it's not my top five uh, if you want to invite anyone to anything remember, you know who out of this group has like this is I'm actually this this is a pull up. I'm publishing this everywhere. You know who out of this who out of us has industry in their top five. Just that's all I've said. Uh can Crowd if you're listening. Um Industry might actually be my number four. Though. Um Okay, industry is my number four. <laughs> okay, so here's the number industry. We've we have over We've waxed poetic. Yes, we have over ten time. hours of industry content. Actually eleven hours of industry content this uh, this season. And I am not going to go out and say it's the second best show of the year because I don't know if that is. But it's definitely my second best show of the year because for obvious reasons. It's a great show, a great season. We, we've talked about it so many times. We don't know, we couldn't believe Jump It made. Mm. But then also just like emotionally, like this is like, this was a journey for us. It was like a milestone for the podcast in, in many ways. It was, and, It'd be one thing if we got, for example, we got Mickey and Conrad on for a season that we were like, ah, this is fine. But like, it, was it might that... have been the second best show of the year, like, objectively. <laughs> What's going on? What, why? <laughs> what just happened? No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. No, I think, I, know, be, but but I, I, think I think my reasons for liking the shows I put above uh, it are. Okay, so objectively. You yeah, think I think objectively. Best. Like, yeah. yeah, it might be the second best show. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I really, really like, we really like industry. There's no, like, we've spoken about this, like, so many things about it, just, it just did everything so well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about industry. There's uh, nothing else to say. I it think has probably, said everything there is to we've say. said, like, we keep on saying that season two, episode two was one of the best episodes of TV of the year. Yeah. And I don't even want, I'm too scared to interrogate whether I feel like any of the following episodes are better than episode two. Because that would then mean <laughs> that, that it has like, so I'm never going to do that. But yeah, number two is industry. Like I said, full season of industry on our feed. Go check it out if you want. My number one 
is another show that you don't watch mm. or you haven't watched in a few years. Yeah. Yes. Uh, is Better Call Saul. So Better Call Saul, and this might be wrong. Somebody can tell me if it's wrong, but I do think this is the, from a quality point of view and attacking content point of view, I think this is the toughest task anyone has taken in TV. Because they were like, see Breaking Bad. Everybody loves Breaking Bad. It ends in a way that it's a good show with a good ending. People are happy with No, it, but yeah. this is very rare. Why don't we go make a prequel about one of the side characters when we know prequels don't work? And I just think that that's like, that was so stupid of them to do. <laughs> to try. <laughs> to triple try. And yeah, over six years, six seasons, seven years, rather six seasons, they managed to make a show that was not Breaking Bad. Like a, a, it has DNA of Breaking Bad. You can feel it even in some of the characters. But like, it's a show based on its own terms. Like, it's a show where after two or three years, we were like, what's going to happen to Kim Wexler rather than when is Jesse Pinkman going to show up? Mm. Like, it became their own show. It became their own thing. It became a, a show about a lawyer and how he became so good, man. Like, what are the things that make him become so good, man? And then the final season, not to spoil anything, but they managed to, to tie up the like the cartel plot lines while also explaining what happens in Breaking Bad they managed to tell a story in three different timelines so pre-Breaking Bad a little bit during Breaking Bad and post-Breaking Bad as you would know if you've watched the first even the first episode of, of Better Call Saul there's the whole black and white sequence and it, like, it, it ends on its own terms it doesn't spoiler alert it doesn't end in a, a gunfight because that's not that's not Better Call Saul Breaking Bad is oh. is the gunfight kind of show it managed to end on its own terms and it tells a story about a lot of things. A lot of things I don't want to say now because a bit of the, some of the themes are spoilers. But yeah, it's, I really, really like Better Call Saul. I mean, obviously, it's your subjective number one. Yeah, my subjective number one. I just think it's like, and it was very good. Like, even apart from all the other things I said, which are kind of outside the box things, it was actually just a very, very good show. And it, they had a run of episodes, which I'm sure we can tell you, we could probably get them like straight A's or something stupid. Like, it's just like, yeah, um, acting great, directing great, writing great. It's just, yeah, it's one of the issues. So. That's my, that's my top 10. I, I honestly, believe you. I believe you on Better Call Saul. Um, yes. So, you can put Better Call Saul above We Are In The City. And I can put The Bear. You can definitely put The and Bear. And I can put Industry. You can probably put Industry. So your only problems are Severance and Barry. And you don't watch yes, Barry. Yes. Those are actually my only problems. Okay, you, fair. And you don't watch Barry. Yeah, that's not you. too bad. So I looked at this list and I was like, I don't know if I have any, like, I can't really, like, look at this list. I'm like, like, there's something that should be here. But I'm like, I don't know what to take them off for. Abbott needs to be in a top 10 list because Abbott Elementary has been an, had an incredible year. Mm-hmm. Two, one and a half seasons. Just like, anyway, that's my top 10. I don't know if you guys have any, I'm sure people have things you want to say. Feel free. Um, I can't believe you didn't put the boys in your top 10. <laughs> the boys should be in my top 10. Just like, for the boys. Like, you know, I'm not sure that was on my, my top 26. Like, these are shows that like, I'm like, ah, I really wish I could. Let me see your top 26. Oh, it's not here. Okay. It's not, it's not on this list. But, no, something like The Boys will be my top 26. Uh, After Party, which is a comedy I really like on Apple TV+, Plus, which we, have, we never spoke about. Yeah. I really like that as well. I think that'll be my top 26. Yellow Jackets is in the um, top 10. I, so I gave myself a pass on that because only two episodes came out this year. Oh, okay. okay so fair. I gave myself a, a pass to not have to put that on my top 10. <laughs> Stranger Things will be my top 26. I think, I think it was a very good season. Mm-hmm. Of the shows I watched this year, yeah. I think Yellow Do you watch Jackets. Blackbird? I did watch Blackbird this year. I don't think it would have been in my top 10, though. Oh, no, not I don't top think 10. it would have been close. You think it top 30? Maybe top 30. Yeah, that's what Maybe. I, I think it was in my top 30. Yeah. Another um, one that would have been in my top 10 is Station 11, I think. I loved Station 11. Luckily, I haven't, I haven't finished for All My Kind Season 3, because that, that would have been the whole thing to try and put that in. <laughs> um, 
Something like Sandman in a different year would have been my top 10. Really? Do you know I haven't finished it? I oh. watched the first three episodes and I was just like, I don't get it. <laughs> so I moved on. Lucifer is better. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you heard it here uh, first. But like, I mean, my name is Bankole Mokede. And- <laughs> I think Lucifer is a better show than The Sandman. Something like Rami definitely meant. Like, we talk about this. Like, if you, it, so, last year, I had shows like WandaVision and Loki and Invincible. Three shows that I think are great, but they will not make my top 30 this year. Oh, they've been, they've Come been, on. Definitely not top 20. WandaVision doesn't make so the top 20 this year. Does it make any of the top 10 we just, does it make any of the top 10 we just mentioned? Yeah. What? Your number 10. Abbott Elementary. Yes. You think WandaVision makes Abbott Elementary? Yes. And House of Dragon. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Wonder Vision over House of the Dragon. Mm. Any day. Mm. Okay. But I don't see a, <laughs> I, I don't see a situation where I have all three on my top ten. Okay, list. fair. That's fair. Before we leave, shout out to Good Fight. They, they did their final season. Yeah, and, and it was okay. Yeah. It was actually okay. I was scared. <laughs> yeah, but when you say okay, like, it sounds like it was fine. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Like, okay. The Good Fight, good. in most of its seasons, when The Good Fight was airing, it was the best thing on television. Oof. Because it aired at a weird time. Oh, when it was airing. When it was airing. Oh, yes. I thought you meant like whatever year it came out no, was no, the no, best no. thing. Like, oh, okay, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. In most, in most years, when it was airing, it was the best thing on TV. So it ended, it ended well. Mm. I was happy with the way it ended. Okay. I think that's a good point for us to end this. Um, before we leave, I was going to, I wanted TMT to get. and I are going to have a good fight when I get to Lagos. <laughs> oh, well done. I don't, I don't think he listens to the podcast. So maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll cut out and send it to him. Um, Taking special from you that we did this off here, off air last time. I wanted to, I actually wanted to hear TMT's version of this, but before we leave, do you want to give me a hot take? A hot take? Oh. Yeah. Can okay. we film TV or anything we did this else? Last time. Yeah. I think I want to put this in future episodes. We'll see how it works. End with a hot take. Oh God, thank you. I wasn't prepared. That's the whole point. What comes to your mind? Okay. The, my number one hot take right now is I think social media in general is bad for us. I don't think that's, how is that a hot take? Wait, did I already do this? I feel like I've said this already. No, but like, I feel like everybody in the world says social media is bad for us. Yeah, but I, you know, it, before it used to be like, you know, old man shaking hand at the cloud. Oh, the social media is going to get you. But that, now I'm the old man shaking hands. Yeah, at so the cloud. You, all that's changed is that you become the old man. It doesn't mean the critic has become any less hot. It was cold when we were, was it? <laughs> when we were youthful. But yeah, I think, I think social media is bad for us and it's really warping our sense of reality. Oh, kind yeah. of like, kind of like what TMT was saying earlier about TV yeah. when you didn't get to pick and choose. Uh, I think it's kind of bad. What's your own hot take? I don't have one. I'm, that's the open. I'm going to be asking people every episode. I'm not going to. Uh, my hot take is that um, Ayo thinks the Twenty One Savage and Drake album is actually a good album. It is. Yeah, that's my hot take. That's not even a hot take. That's just a take. Okay. Is he thinks people are overacting with, with the? With I never dishes. said that one. <laughs> I never said that one. <laughs> I think it's Drake at his, at his most misogynistic and, you know, his pettiest and his most bitter. But I also think 90% of his songs slap. Slap in a way that Drake songs have not slapped for in maybe seven years. Fair enough. Okay. Um, on that note, I think we call it a day. I hope you guys, I think we have one or two episodes left for the rest of the year. So I guess I'll be on the days. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for staying with us all year. Uh, all of you that listen, all of you that shared Spotify Wrapped, for example, and that had us in your list, thank you so much. And hopefully we come back next year with some cool stuff for you guys. Yeah, thank you for listening. As always, shout out to everyone involved in the team, everyone that's been on the podcast this year. Of course, AO, TMT, and everyone else. And yeah, join us 
next week, next year, when we'll be joined by Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. I guess I can do my top 10 and send it to you. Oh, do you have a top 10? No, actually, I don't. Okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, okay, that's no, perfect. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right, guys. Thank you for a great time, a good episode. No problem. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right. Safe. I'll see you when I come to Bye. Lagos, man. We're going to fight. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. What we're going to see. Game? Thanks a lot. I get it. I'm about to leave. I'll let you know what my... Oh, he had his other friends there. Yeah. Okay. His real friends. Okay. Okay, uh, we're back.